welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma and I'm back from the dead. <laughs> what I did find interesting, hi, I'm James as ever, is the fact that there was hesitation in Gemma's voice. It's like she was thinking, who am I? Where am I? What am I going to say? What's going to happen? Will this still work? <laughs> Invariably it has. It's still working. It's still there. It's great. And I hope you've all enjoyed listening to the fact that we stuck you one of our great past uh, you know, performances on that had not one, not two, but three of us in it. Three. We were spoiling you. Yes, indeed. And it, it made me kind of miss Andy again. Who? Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> no, no. Hello, Andy. I hope you're listening. Hope you're okay. Hope the cats are all right. Hope the repair on your house is going all right. Uh, this shows how long it is since we last actually spoke. Were you like ripping out a boiler or something the last time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm always sort of messaging him on WhatsApp and whatnot. But uh, yeah, he he is still doing house repairs. So and I I did respond with still. <laughs> yeah, they can take a long time. See, what will happen, you don't know, Salty Tadpoles, is that when she's messaging, she's sending abusive, foul messages about me. Um, of course. Which is, I, I only know this because she CCs me in on them. So I know about all the, the abuse, you know, and the hate and the anger. Yeah. You know, as you know, as you will learn, if you learn from learning from our previous podcast, angry person, very angry. <laughs> but at least I'm not a bags a backstabber, you know. That's true. I, I and do you know what? Actually, in true <laughs> it, it, truth in real life, sort of thing that mm-hmm. I and I know obviously you were joking then, but you know, with regards to anything that I will say, I will mm-hmm. always say stuff to somebody's face that I would say behind mm-hmm. their back, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, yeah, I, not that you know. Obviously, I'm not a horrible person. Not really. James always no. likes. To to paint me in a horrible yes. light but uh yeah it, you know but i will always say what i'm thinking to somebody's mm-hmm. face you know the knife the knife is plunged in the heart and in the back so yeah. you know it's it's a twofer it's a twofer yeah, yeah exactly well it actually goes through the heart into the back ah, into the back yes yeah. so using one of those rapier style things although you yep. probably need something a bit more than a rapier so what you're running me through with something more interesting uh yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just not quite sure what yet. Yeah. <laughs> you've you've thrown me. We've not hit that decision. But <laughs> I'll be run through, pinned to the wall, uh, una- unable to move. Yeah, what about one of those big, long, huge spike things? Like a spiky thing? Yeah, like, like a, a spiky, sticky like thing. Like a spear. A sp- <laughs> spiky, sticky. <laughs> that gentle, that gentle salty tap is called a spear. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll be, uh, we'll call it a spear then. <laughs> <laughs> See, we are not just amusing; we are educational. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, obviously, you know, we we took last week off. Uh, mm-hmm. We both weren't very well, and. Uh, when we weren't very well, you know, when we were okay, we were both exhausted from not being well mm-hmm. kind of thing, really. So, uh, yeah, so thank you for bearing with us last week. But uh, I do hope that you enjoyed that episode because I really enjoyed that one. It was good. It's, uh, I'd just like to say that obviously the other thing that, that we that I do that's education is I've taught Gemma about the 24-hour clock, even though she keeps telling me that she's not in the military. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, before we go on to that, I was going to ask you, did you actually listen to last week's episode? Part of it. Part of it. Yeah. Not all of it. Part of it on my walk. So, yeah. Oh, just the bits you were in then. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I only listen to the important parts of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And what James is alluding to 
uh, is <laughs> is the fact that we had a little conversation before recording, mm-hmm. obviously to decide the time and whatnot. And I said, how about we start recording at five o'clock because I'm working from home today and, you know, it's uh, not been quite as stressful as it normally would be. So I said, oh, well, let's, let's aim for five o'clock if that's suitable for you. And he goes, uh, what is it? 1700 hours 1700 hours yes. is that okay with you and i went no 5 p.m is better because <laughs> i'm not yeah. in the military <laughs> I, I, I responded by putting sigh uh, but yes i do just generally run a 24-hour clock i don't know why it is a strange thing it's just something i've stuck with i mean i, I wear a, a, a watch that is a it's you know a, a proper watch not digital so uh, i just see it as normal hours so i don't i actually can't answer the question why i'm so much a 24 hour clock person but on my digital devices around 24 hours so yeah who knows yeah one of those strange things no i uh, yeah to be honest i'm uh, yeah i have the digital uh, digital <laughs> digital clock that's really hard to say with a slight lisp um <laughs> digital clocks around yeah. as well but yeah i still think five o'clock rather than 1700 what, but they what go. you could do is you could edit it for the word digital just have this part partial when you point uh the conversation when you're having problems digital digital <laughs> digital <laughs> i still can't say <laughs> it because <laughs> no, that would be more but, funny but, <laughs> yeah but, but edit me and just going digital 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 so they'll suddenly go it'll be you talking and it'll suddenly cut to me going digital <laughs> that sounds like too much hard work i can't be asked to be honest <laughs> <laughs> they'll just listen to us say digital yes. oh. they'll enjoy it. there'll be some poor person who like you can't if you just left the room you came back in and all you can hear is that that's yeah. a sanity slipping point isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah me saying it terribly and you saying it very poshly <laughs> but of course yes. there is no other way with my diction than speaking voice exactly exactly do you know what? it's funny actually because i can imagine your voice being on the marks and spencers adverts yes yeah no i could i could agree with that i could also see me doing the the voice for the underground or trains when the trains are late <laughs> <gasps> yeah that would be good, but you have to be because I've been at a station in the underground. We're all over the place already, and we're only eight minutes mm-hmm. in. Um, <laughs> but I've been on the underground before, and uh, you know, the station sort of thing. And uh, there was there was somebody over the tannoy who was speaking, and he was sort of making jokes to everybody, making everybody laugh. Excellent. Yeah, it was Excellent. so good. <laughs> that is good that is good it's, yeah uh, yeah it's it's that that sort of thing it's a, it's always interesting to to hear the people who do voice stuff uh yeah uh, do little bits of voice work yeah it's enjoyable I, I did some stuff at the weekend a couple of voiceover things for somebody so yeah oh what did you do at the weekend then it was just some uh some little inserts for for a radio thing that i did so just that they needed so yeah it's yeah. all good fun yeah, all, give us all. a bit more information james it's like pulling teeth yeah, uh, I will if I could remember exactly who I did the recording for because my brain has gone completely blank. Okay, so, what did you uh, say? Uh, it was just, <laughs> I can't remember that. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, so to tadpoles, I don't believe that this is a real thing. I think James no, needs it, to it, prove that this happened. <laughs> well, if, if you go on Facebook, the I am thanked for doing this. Uh, okay. For the person, I it was for. Uh, oh God, this sounds awful. Shrewsbury-based radio station. Okay. There you go. That's about all I can remember. 
Was that for Alex Whiteley then? That's the what. See, it's useful that someone has a brain that can still recall things in the okay. shape of you. So, um, yeah, that's correct. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> well, I don't think Alex listens, so it's all no. good. But other people will know the name and be laughing, so that's good. It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's something somebody once said to me. It's like the COVID brain problem is still there. And they were saying saying to me that, you know, you could talk like an old person when you go, he used to be so sharp, you know, so sharp. <laughs> it's a shame for him now, isn't it? Like, pat me on the hand. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah. So, well, that's that's good. At least that I know, you know, uh, somebody lives in Shrewsbury. <laughs> <laughs> L- lovely place, lovely place. Did a wonderful tour, uh I'd say if I could remember what it was, but I can't. With my dad, we did the Christmas Carol tour. It was absolutely brilliant. One of oh, okay. my uh, really fond memories of the things I did with him because they filmed the Christmas Carol. Was that when you were younger, or was that when you were sort of your age now-ish? I, I was younger. It was about yeah. a year or so ago. So indeed, I was correctly <laughs> younger, but not that much younger. No, when when I refer to younger, I almost assume that most people think that I actually mean when you're a child. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave you a very specific answer though, didn't I? You did. But then you couldn't remember when it was. So I'm guessing it was no. last Christmas. <laughs> no, it, unfortunately it wasn't at Christmas because oh. that wasn't, uh, we weren't able to do it. But it was, all I can remember, it was April one year and it was either a year or two ago. April one year and you did Christmas carols? Well, no, no, we did, no, no. Let's, I'll explain. Okay. I did the I did the Christmas Carol tour because they filmed the Christmas oh. from the Christmas Carol there. So I did the tour of the locations. Ah, okay, okay, that makes mo- much more sense now. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> but yeah, I've never been to Shrewsbury. Oh God, Shrewsbury. Never- very. I don't know if it's Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury, but either way, it's a very nice place. Very. Yeah. To, it, is, it was really interesting looking at the, the areas where they'd filmed and to see the perspective change mm-hmm. uh, of how they could film something and make it like a large street when it's like a teeny little alleyway almost. Um, and then obviously you got to go to the graveyard where they'd put a, a grave for Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, people. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's still there because they, they never moved the headstone they created. So you can go and have a look at it. And I had to explain to American tourists that he wasn't actually a real person. Because <laughs> they went, what they went, was there a real Ebenezer Scrooge at some point? I said, no, no, it's just for the film. Yeah. Oh, bless them. <laughs> bless them. Bless their little cotton socks. I can kind of understand the confusion, though. Yeah, that's how good uh, screenwriting is in England mm-hmm. or Britain or whatever. That, uh, you know, we make our characters so realistic that they could be real. Yeah. I mean, Dickens won't take a f- the ghost of Dickens won't come and get you for the fact that you've made reference to screenwriters, not the man who actually wrote the book. But you know, it's all good. It doesn't yeah. matter. Charles Dickens will not strike you down. I don't think. If you're well, visited by four ghosts tonight, three including his, actually it'd be five, uh, because you get Jacob Marley and if Dickens himself manages to come after you, you know, if, yeah. if you can, if those go- those characters can become real ghosts, yeah, you're in for a very very broken night of sleep tonight. <laughs> well. The reason why I said screenwriters, just in case you are listening, Mr. Dickens, is because <laughs> I uh, assumed that the Americans will probably see the films rather than actually read the book. But that is on <gasps> ooh, me for making the assumption. Ooh. 
Ooh, that's harsh. We've just lost our American base, the entire fan base. Wiped out in one foul yeah. swoop. I mean, Melissa at Brooke Reading Podcast, <laughs> she's going to hate me. <laughs> yeah, that, that should be sharpening the knife right now. <laughs> <laughs> she will. She'll be throwing it across the Atlantic or, uh, I guess, Atlantic. They'll be, you know, and then it will connect to some other lake and then big water. <laughs> Alternatively, she's just got a voodoo doll that she's stabbing. Yes, Yes, obviously somebody did listen to that part of the episode last week. <laughs> so so all I'm going to say is roll on for you, Gemma, roll on Sunday. <laughs> when you suddenly get like a really sharp pain. <laughs> Actually, talking about Sunday, so obviously mm-hmm. day that this is released, yes, I will that's be... true. Yeah, I will be meeting up with the one and only, the very lovely Lucy Caton, because she's coming down to visit her mum and dad over the mm-hmm. sort of bank holiday weekend. So mm-hmm. in, we've kind of found that Winchester is sort of middle ground. And mm-hmm. I'd never been there. And it's not that far away from me. It's only about an hour and a half, two hours away. So, yeah, we're going to meet up and we're going to go to Winchester. Excellent. I mean, what I would say, Gemma, is she is coming to, she's going to spend time with you. You don't have to creep to her quite so much. To go, she's lovely. She's wonderful. Ah, I think I gen- <laughs> I told you at the very start. I said, I don't say things unless I say them to people's faces. And I believe okay. that. So, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> no, she is wonderful and lovely. She is wonderful <laughs> and lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope she believes it. So maybe we could test the water to see if she's listened to the episode. And we could maybe, yes. maybe James, you could ask her a question that you want an answer to. Okay, Lucy, what number is the meaning of life? Okay, what is the number of the meaning of life, James? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you off recording. Okay. And we'll see if she gets it right. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I'm very excited to find out because I really don't know what the answer is to that. So, uh, I'm going to say nine. (laughs) Well, we will discuss whatever the answer may or may not be off recording. Yes. And for the other Salty Chapels who won't be seeing me this weekend, but of course, if you're near Winchester, you're more than welcome to join us. Um, You know, be nice. Don't be horrible. But (laughs) I'm sure you will be. (laughs) But if you've got an answer to that question you know when you we post up our episode you know feel free to sort of put a comment as to what you think the number is and then we can uh we can reveal it next week if if we remember which is probably very (laughs) unlikely i can barely remember anything we've established that from the start of the episode who are you people what are you doing here (laughs) well let's face it i'm usually the one who remembers stuff so this is true this is true like an elephant never forget So, James, how have you been over the last couple of weeks? Uh, not too bad. Uh, I've, my sleep pattern has been truly awful. I mean, truly awful. And it's sort of getting a bit more normal now. But my sleep, uh, I mean, it's never good, but I've been sleeping terribly badly of late. I'm not exactly sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I tell you? My dad's had his 70th birthday. So he's, he's had that. Yeah, that was on the 20th. He's coming to see me tomorrow because he, he, uh, we weren't able to celebrate together. He'd gone on holiday with a few of his friends. So we're going to have a celebration, a nice meal at a lovely little restaurant here in town. Uh, so I'll spend some time with him tomorrow. 
allow me the opportunity to go have what it's uh john isn't it uh, i believe so <laughs> is that your dad's name is it john yes it is okay john, yeah. thank you you cheeky sod Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday John Stafford, happy birthday to you. There you go. That's excellent. That's better than any gift I've ever got him. <laughs> well, there you go. He can listen to that on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he certainly can. And when he says, "What? where's your present? I'll just go talk to Alexa. <laughs> type in who knows because currently the episode is called who knows <laughs> talk to alexa you're probably like 40 minutes in or something but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely but you know still no i do hope your dad had a lovely birthday and uh, uh he did from what i understand he did yeah but yeah i'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing him tomorrow it'll be nice we, we can have a nice meal etc so all all should be good yeah if it's not as cold as it has been today it's been very cold today very cold. oh really not it's, fun yeah not fun yeah it's been really lovely here i'm not gonna lie it's been gorgeous but uh yeah what else have you been up to Go on, you must have um, done something else. Been out, done a bit of walking. That's been good. Bumped into an old friend I haven't seen for a few months. Uh, it was nice to see her. I said, hey, you've got a baby. And she looked at me and said, James, it's yours too. <laughs> and what did you say to that? You just ran off screaming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've moved house. I've changed phone numbers. Uh, I've changed all the locks. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a scary moment. Yeah, the, the cold sweats, the fear, but, you know, didn't see me for dust. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge that one, baby. <laughs> I can't pay child support. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I know nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'd run away as well. But then the likelihood is, is that I probably couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, I thought to throw you a bit of humour in there. Yeah, I've just tried to uh, just sort of get out and do exercise and stuff. My knees still give me a hell of a lot of jip. Uh, this is just a, a side note. Tadpoles. I tried to buy a knee support. Didn't fit me. They didn't have any in the right size. Oh. So <laughs> I shall have to uh, do some searching for some more stuff. But yeah. yeah, you'll probably be able to find one on Amazon. I think that's what I'm going to have to do, uh, mm. unless, you know, Elon's bought Amazon out, um, but I can't see that one happening. I can't see Mr. Bezos giving up uh, Amazon quite so easily. Uh, no. But enough well, he, of me. Yeah, I was going to say, well, he's only um, purchasing things that begin with the letter T anyway, isn't he? So. Yes. <laughs> as long as he doesn't buy up the Transformers, we're okay. Well, that's all right then. Yeah, definitely don't want that. <laughs> but Gemma, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad, other than obviously poorly and Ooh, stuff. My answer like machine's kicked in. Yeah. Do you know what I'd love to? It'd be, it'd be, I think it's probably my, the, the person we'd just been speaking on, my father. But what I'd yeah. love to know is why does. Why is the sound turned off on my phone in my study? Yeah. But the answer machine doesn't stay muted. You think the machine would. You know, there'd be some sort of thing where the system goes, one sound is off. Why don't we reduce the sound on the other? Yeah. They can run the volume on one of my other phones in, in one of the other rooms. It makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, the person in control of all of that who turns his phone right down could always unplug his answer machine. 
this this shows Gemma's age that uh, she doesn't obviously write at the hour uh, a combined unit. Uh, Gemma still thinks we're on tape systems. <laughs> for the sort of tapos, are too young. Tapes, what are tapes? Uh, talk to one of your more elderly, confused relatives to explain to you what a tape is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should bring your dad back because he was clearly ringing up to say thank you for the singing. <laughs> yeah, well, like, yes, he's seen into the future. I will ring him back when we're done. It's yeah, all of okay. Course. Of course you will. I know you will. Uh, until your phone goes off again and then we have to pause the show. <laughs> but, you know, we for you, John Stafford, we don't mind. Yes. we like yes. you. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is deserving. Far more deserving than I am. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Gemma, how have you been? What have you been up to? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. So again, like I said, um, apart from the illnesses and stuff like that, um, I've got an ongoing issue, which, I, to be honest, I wasn't going to bring up, but I am going to bring it up because I've been in mm-hmm. a lot of pain with it recently. And uh it's I can't I can't pronounce it I'm not gonna lie it's um but it's this horrible skin condition where you get like really nasty sores Mm -hmm. and I've got like I've been suffering with this for well realistically for the last two years but it's um it's only just been sort of diagnosed in the last sort of eight weeks can I just check you you haven't been hanging around any rats have you no, I haven't. No, I haven't just got checking. the plague. You haven't got the bubonic plague. <laughs> no. Just I... checking. It's when you say nasty skin condition. <laughs> I know it does sound like that, but it's horrible. But yeah, um, obviously, uh, probably about a year ago, maybe six months ago, I don't know exactly when, but I had uh, a large cyst removed, didn't I? And I, I sort of talked mm-hmm. about it on the podcast. And that's what it's all related to basically but it's so horrible because it kind of feels like where i've got it is sort of mm. in my armpit area and i'm telling james this but obviously i'm more telling the salty tadpoles because james knows already um but it it's kind of it the feel of it have you ever burnt your finger for example yes. and Been then there, done that yeah and then like there's a scab and then the scab falls off and you know what it feels like when the scab falls off i it, don't think i burnt myself to that sort of level that oh remember. okay well i mean that's the only way that i can sort of describe it so it's kind of like a a, a burning sensation basically um but yeah it's really horrible and it's so painful i've been on antibiotics for the last bloody eight weeks i'm sick of them are they doing anything nope absolutely not okay and uh it, well i suppose this is one of my cods wallops in a way because yep. it yeah so i'll i'll sort of i'll tweak i'll put a cods wallop in with my week for the moment but i have okay. been i'd uh been to the doctor obviously and they gave me the name of it and then they said that there was um they're gonna get me to see a dermatologist so that i could okay, actually yeah. Yeah. yeah so hopefully get to the bottom of it because at the end of the day i don't want to be on antibiotics for the rest of my life um especially as they're not doing anything and then a couple of days later i got a, a letter through saying you know book your appointment kind of thing mm-hmm. actually i say it was a couple of days later it was actually quite a few weeks later but there you mm-hmm. go um so i booked the appointment I thought, oh, brilliant, you know, because it was actually supposed to be on the 30th of April. So it would have been this Saturday. But then I then got an email, uh, sorry, then I got another letter from the same hospital saying that they were rejecting it, that they couldn't help me. And I just felt so deflated because I was like, I I finally felt like something was actually being done about Mm. it. And then it's kind of like... 
they're turning their back on me again. You know what I mean? And the doctor hasn't been in touch to find out what's mm-hmm. going to be going on next. And it's just, I'm just so sick of it. I'm so pissed I w- off. I would, I would suggest if you can, if you have the ability to go private, try and see a dermatologist that way. Yeah. Because at least you would get some sort of answer to it. Yeah, because well, I don't know definitely if a dermatologist is the route that I need. I'm waiting for the doctor now to mm-hmm. who is a part time doctor who's only in once a week. <sighs> Fuck's sake! So um, she's not my actual doctor. My actual mm-hmm. doctor is in seven days a week, you know, kind of thing. She's an mm-hmm. amazing doctor, but I haven't been able to see her because everybody needs to see her. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I've been waiting for this doctor to so basically let me know actually what's going on, you know, and what what the next step is. So we shall see. The, uh, yeah. Keep me, keep us, keep me and keep us all posted on what the, the crack is, what the situation is. Yeah. Yeah. I will do definitely. Cause the problem is as well, it's just, it's really been like deflating my mood and stuff as well. So I don't, I don't ever really come onto the podcast and want to be serious, you know, cause like I mm. try to keep things like this separate, but sometimes, you know, I just, I really struggle. I've been really struggling, you know, kind of, to make myself happy just lately and i don't want to kind of put anyone you know i don't want to make anyone feel sad or anything like that or i'm not looking for sympathy but i think i just needed to get this off my chest finally you know nope nope. understandable i mean worst case scenario i can prescribe the following things a shot of brandy yeah stick to bite on and i'll come down with a scalpel (laughs) do you know what originally the original reason that i went to the doctor was because i said that um because there was because I went to hospital prior to that. Um, it was actually a booked in appointment, but, you know, through the ho- it, at the hospital instead of the doctor's mm-hmm. surgery. He said to me that, oh, there might be a way that you can actually have an operation. And it's almost like they remove all, all of the skin of the armpit area. Sorry if anyone's eating, but remove all of that skin. And then it sort of regrows and it all regrows mm-hmm. like healthy. But this doctor who I obviously has recommended seeing the dermatologist, she said the problem is if you did that, that it's now causing a new area for these kind Mm -hmm. of little cysty things to kind Mm -hmm. of regrow Mm -hmm. again. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm in a rock and a hard place. And yeah, yeah, I've just, I've been really down about it. Well, let's just hope he can can get it resolved. Um, Yeah. Yes, look, I would say look at privacy where your options are. Well, we're also safe for the salty tadpoles, those who've tuned who've uh, tuned in of a, a weak disposition and stomach. But you're glad you chose us this week, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but interestingly, actually, mm-hmm. when I because you know how unhealthy this podcast is, and this podcast members have always been. Oh, we're knackered. We're buggered. We're. we're yeah, we're, one of us or all of us have to be ill either one at a time or all together. <laughs> it's not physically possible that one of us is not not well. Yeah. Uh, jo- Joanne, I'm hoping Joanne's all right. I last spoke to she seemed to be okay, although very busy, but just yeah. checking in that one of us might be well. Yes, well, you know, as long as one of us is. <laughs> but it was actually quite interesting because I was speaking to, you know, a friend of ours. Well, we are friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, we have each other, so come on, that's all that's we need. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Lu- and Lucy, and Lucy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, sorry, Lucy. 
I don't think you would have listened to this episode yet, but you know, oh. if you have, then you can just, you know, you can say, yeah. I'm your what's friend. the answer, Lucy? What's the answer? <laughs> but, um, this other, this other person, I'm, his name, I'm going to beep out because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he wants me to discuss this or not. But actually, I found out the other day that actually suffers with the same condition as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, beep beep him out. Beep him out. I would do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, it was actually quite interesting to sort of find out that, you know, somebody else is suffering with it. So I can, we're not suffering with it at the moment, but, you know, he he has in the past. And uh, it's it's nice. In some ways, I can maybe message him and see Mm -hmm. what he suggests and thinks and stuff like that. So how and what has he been able to resolve it? I think so, but it does flare up from time to time right. is what but then this conversation did happen quite a few weeks ago, so a right. lot has happened okay. since then. But uh I think that is the case. But yeah, I'll have probably a better chat with him when I sort of get my head around chat stuff. to him. Yeah. When you chat to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. So yeah. Like I said, but obviously, uh, as you, as uh, salty tadpoles can realise, obviously, I, uh, I definitely beat that person's name out only yes. because it's his confidentiality, not not mine to discuss. So, in fact, to, to really throw the salty tadpoles, just remove the entire section, so it just goes, "I spoke to," and then <laughs> silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a redacting Nixon thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that. The other things that I've had happen as well is that we've basically had our house replaced almost (laughs) not really though but uh we've had a lot of building work done over Mm -hmm. the last sort of mm, five or six days so my mum has or she's arranged to have there was all like stones stone walling kind of thing on the um outside of the house so mm-hmm. she's, uh, well, not she, this company, they had to drill it all off, first of all, and then they've put vendor on. I don't really know what that is. But anyway. Render. 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 Not yeah, vendor. I don't know what, not vendor. Vendor will sell you something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it will come out in a machine. <laughs> so render. There we go. But uh, yeah. So it looks very, very nice, though, I have to say. Nice. But uh Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. But it has been very, very noisy and very dusty as well. So not going to bother cleaning until they're done because mm-hmm. it's just causing more and more dust. It's like every time I stroke the dog, he's just like full, <laughs> full of dust. It's like ridiculous. You have to run the vacuum over him. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Or shave him. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> or both. <laughs> yeah. Vacuum him to get the dust off then shave him. Yeah. <laughs> that might be easier. You'd be like a sphinx cat. Cat? He's a dog. No, I'm saying he'd be like a sphinx cat. Oh, yes. hairless ones. Yes. Yes, he'll be a sphinx dog. Oh, God. Not the word that I can't say. Let's uh, let's move on. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) So have you got any codswallops this week, James? Uh, The only codswallop I have is also interesting medical-related one, which is when I needed my medication, I put in a while ago... uh, a request to get my pre-prescription because I didn't want to go through the hassle I did last time where they were basically just, it, it was getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I contacted the pharmacy, were like, we don't have anything for you. I had to then get back in contact with the the surgery who, it was just, it took a lot of my time up yesterday trying to resolve this, but it, 
he turned out they'd sent it over to the pharmacy, but not actually linked to the pharmacy properly, so it was in some weird, like, limbo. Anyway, they seem to have resolved it now, I'm hoping. Yeah. But it's one of these things where the medication's pretty important. If I don't have it, you know, I, I kind of, like, you know, get to get to uh, become worm food quite quickly. Yes. So, I, uh, yeah, I was getting closer than I wanted to, hence why I put it in early. But, yeah, that was my only sort of codswab. That was a bit of an annoyance, to be honest. Yeah. But, you know. It's hopefully been resolved, so touch wood. Yes, yes, definitely. So we're both having medical cod swallops this week. We are, we yeah. are, yes, yes. I got a vague memory of you saying something about an old person as well. An old person? Mm. Not that I can think of. Old lady? Old lady? No. No. I'm, Maybe I oh, dreamt it. Maybe I dreamt it. I think you may have done. I can't think of any old ladies that I've been speaking to of late that have created me any problems, so no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I really, I, I really am thinking now. No, nope. yeah. Well, nope. if I if I remember it, I'll remind you for next week. Right. But okay. um, yeah, no, I I do remember you having a rant. Do you know what? I have to look at my phone now. Was it about driving? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. Oh God, we chat so much though. I, I honestly can't think of any old ladies who created an issue for me. I know what it was. Okay. The milkman. Ah. Yes. So ah. I, I've got this vague memory, James, of mm. you having another cod swallop. And yeah. I'm not going to lie, yeah. Salty Tapples, uh, Gemma had to help me. <laughs> I was going to um, edit it out. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But we get to all the crap that's silent and like of you course. searching through your phone. Yeah. But uh, we'll go with her out to shed to remind me. So at about 2.30 in the morning, yep. the, milkman woke, the milkman, or milkmen, because I think there are a pair of them, woke me up. Now, they, you know, okay, they've got to deliver milk. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they part right outside my house, left the engine running. The the the, uh, the killer for me is the fact that I don't get milk delivered, so they're just delivering it to my neighbours. Yeah. I don't know exactly why, because they ne- they've never normally parked there, unless you just had a lot of stuff to, to deliver. But yeah, that was not fun, being woken up at 2.30 in the morning. Why that early, I don't know, because he never normally does it that early. There must have been a, some reason. Maybe he was going on holiday after that, but yeah, that was, and then I couldn't go out to sleep properly. It was no. not a fun day yeah Not fun at all <laughs> that i mean i'm laughing but it wasn't yeah you were like that fucking milkman mm. i wake up to this text and i was like oh okay <laughs> james seems angry what is he angry about this time ah the milkman and i thought to myself i have to remember that because i know that he's yes. going to forget this cod, this for cod swallop and then i mm. forgot what it was and then it took yeah. us a few minutes <laughs> It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I woke myself up with hiccups the other morning. That's different. That's not yeah. one that I have had happen to me yet. Maybe it will. Who knows? Yeah, it's never happened to me before how either. Did, how, did, how did you resolve the problem? Did you follow the Walt Flanagan approach of scaring yourself? <laughs> yeah, I looked in the mirror and went, shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just laid there and I sort of, I, uh, you know, had a quick drink and see if I could get rid of it. And then I just uh, fell back asleep because it was like half past three in the morning. It was ridiculously early as well. So I was mm. just like, yeah, nah, I've got to work today in the office. It's a so, strange you know. one. Yeah. It's a strange one. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a strange one. <laughs> but yeah, I'd never had that before, so that was an interesting one. <laughs> I know that, I know, speaking of hiccups, my grandfather was once in hospital, mm. and for the entire length of time he was in hospital, it was weeks, he had constant hiccups. Yeah, I think that there is actually a medical mm-hmm. reason that that happens as well, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure what it's to do with maybe like your gut or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I know one of my friends had it as well. He'd had surgery and he had really bad hiccups. And when I went to see the guy, it was awful. He just looked out because he couldn't sleep. Because, of yeah. course, you're in a room with lots of bright light and you hiccup in it and he looked absolutely battered by it. Yeah. The things, he was so tired that he didn't even remember that I'd been to visit him. Oh, bless him. He had no him. memory. of. He couldn't remember that. He couldn't remember his mother and uh, father had been to visit him. He was absolutely battered by it. But oh. he got through it. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I know it sounds crazy, but people can die of the hiccups, you know? Really? Did you not know that? I did not know that. Tell no. me more. Oh, I don't know it in great detail, but um, I know for a fact that people, yeah, so like, not if you not if you get hiccups that are, I mean, it's, it's more the case if it's ongoing, but obviously in both those cases that you've just mentioned, the people are in hospital, so obviously they're in the right place. But um, I think it's like if they're really ongoing for a long, long time. Um, that it's kind of the case. I've I've looked it up and it says people don't usually die from hiccups. However, prolonged hiccups could be a sign that you have an underlying condition Ah. that's causing them. Ah, yes. Ah, well, there you go, see. So that's probably where I've, uh, yeah, you know, I think it was like something on Grey's Anatomy or something like that. I was watching it on a TV program, so obviously it could be uh, a little bit... You know, it's all the it's all the other things you can link into, basically, that could finish you off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so if you've got the hiccups out there, salty tadpoles, and you've been hiccuping for like I don't know six days, you know, <laughs> maybe go to the doctor, <laughs> get it checked out. So. This is a very ER moment, this episode, we're, we're, isn't it? <laughs> this episode is definitely a very medical-based uh, episode. Yeah. So uh, anything anything else people would like to bring in on a medical thing that Gemma and I could discuss in the next episode, the next uh, one, please stick it on the wall. Yeah. Al- along with a list of what will Elon buy next. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That post is already on our Facebook page uh, done by Graham, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I- I'm still saying film studio. I could see that being a good purchase for him. Yeah. My answer was the world. <laughs> mm, who uh, knows? You know, big yeah. conglomerate, but I don't quite think it's doable. But yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Everyone's losing their mind over it. Uh, well, I'm not really that fast. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. give a toss. So, <laughs> um, Just quickly before I move on to the next thing that just popped into my head as well, that uh, Nathan Page was... You know Nathan Page, our wonderful paranormal expert? I do. I remember speaking to him, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I'm sure, uh, certain that you were most remembered who he was, but it was because James's <laughs> memory is some, so I, poor. I did need some help. I did yeah. actually need help. <laughs> I thinking, who the hell is Nathan Page when you went paranormal? I was like, okay, it faintly rings a bell. No, it's look, it's nothing personal, Nathan. No. The old COVID has buggered my memory, yeah. so... It's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. The Welsh man who I took to Cardiff Comic Con in your place because obviously you couldn't make it and uh, gave him your your ticket. So, you know, mm-hmm. we all went, we both went in on a press pass for free. And then Nathan uh, proceeded to tell me that um, after I'd done all of that, 
and uh, I'd given him a free T-shirt and, uh, you know, the, the love that Andy was his favourite member of the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, what can I say? You know, shocking. Well, Nathan, it, yeah. all I'm going to say is watch your back and your front because she'll be daggering you. I'll be pointy sticking you. <laughs> oh, yeah, she'll be there'll be the dag and the spear through the head <laughs> no i'd never do that to anybody unless it was you maybe but you know <laughs> but <laughs> shh, don't tell anyone but anyway he was actually in weymouth this week and i was going to meet up with him but unfortunately he wasn't able to because not because he didn't want to but because he had to get home it was sort of last minute you know he was supposed to be here until monday basically but he had to go home on the sunday evening i think it was so but yeah he's going to be down in a couple of weeks so that's a, that's good covering of your lies there Gemma, because both you and i know that you purposely didn't meet him because of what he said about andy i know i know i know i've not quite forgiven him yet obviously no. because i brought it up again you know yeah. uh, and if she does see you check your brakes <laughs> <laughs> well, assuming he drives. I actually don't know if he drives. So, but yes, assume. Yes, yes, yes. Do check your brakes. Yes. Or your feet, whichever comes first. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or your carotid artery. <laughs> Have you seen anything about all this, like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard type shit <clears throat> yeah i Literal. have it's uh it, it's just a mess basically i think the i think the easiest way to describe the situation is they're both completely bonkers yeah um yeah the, i think they're just, both of them are just absolutely crackers they've both got mental health problems by the sound of it yeah and it's like it's you're just getting two powder kegs of people aren't you and smashing them together basically yeah so it's uh yeah what a mess yeah, definitely, because I saw a little bit of it, because it was like there was clips of it on YouTube, and um, I, to be honest, I got a bit bored. I Yeah, I was actually wanting to go back to work. I was a bit bored. So, but yeah, I think it, it does seem a little bit, a little bit on the crazy side, doesn't it? So I, th I think it's, I, the whole thing's just a mess. It's just yeah. a complete and utter mess. Uh, there will be no real winners. That's the reality of it. Nobody will come out this well so no 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 definitely so yeah i was just curious if you'd actually followed any of it because i literally until today this was the first time i'd seen any I, of it so. i follow bits of it you know i'm i'm weighing up you know as crazy as they are you know should i make a play for amber heard you know kind of sexy crazy could be interesting i mean i probably <laughs> wouldn't if i actually got with her and met her i probably wouldn't last more than a week no. uh, until i have like a quote-unquote mysterious fall yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably best stay clear of that one yeah. yeah yeah i think but again crazy sex is probably fun well it is fun i've i've, I've been with some really crazy people but yeah I, I think she's just the whole being serious the pair of them it's, it's just awful it's very depressing very depressing yeah it is it's very sad so anyway let's move on <laughs> absolutely let's go for some has this been a depressing episode you bet you it has illness 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 uh we've hit mental illness with depp and herd yeah uh lack of sleep yeah pain what else can we pull out the bag do you know what I'm, i think we just end with a couple of stories of the week because i just yes. feel as though we're punishing the salty tadpoles at the yeah. moment and i don't mean to um but yeah, I just think I might actually call this episode, sorry. Yeah. 
sorry underscore yeah. pain no just sorry exclamation yeah. point yeah yeah <laughs> oh we really had good intentions to entertain you but then everything that was real came out sorry <laughs> so james did you want to read your story should we actually go on to the stories of the week or yes, is there anything else it. you'd like let's to talk do about it. no no there's nothing else that, that that i want to bring let's go okay. with let's end on a positive or okay. weird. Or weird. One of, yeah. Well, a bit of both. So did you want to go first or shall I? Can you go first? Yes, of course. Just going to save the audio a minute. Who would want to lose this audio? <laughs> yeah, that's not scary, is it? Oh. <laughs> uh, I bet the salty tadpoles wish that we'd actually lost this audio. Yeah, oh, they'll tune in for just an hour and a half of hiss. <laughs> yes, I've got that from the beginning. You pain in the, the ass. Nice bit of tape, piss. <laughs> Little behind the cir- uh, circle, behind the circle, <laughs> salty tadpoles. There you go. Um, or, or the curtain, if you prefer. That uh, yes, I said to James, can you just sit there quietly for a couple of seconds, just so that if there's any background noise, I can hear it. So first of all, he mutes himself. I said, no, James, that doesn't work. So I need to know if there's any background noise so I can edit it out. So then he comes back onto the microphone and he goes, his. Yeah, because I was providing background noise. Yes, but I didn't need that background noise. I needed the real background noise. God, you're <gasps> such a pain in the ass, James. She's so mean. I know, but I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> right, this story absolutely terrifies the shit out of me. Are you ready? Yeah, I wonder what that smell was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, man spots snake wrapped around his wing mirror while driving 70 miles an hour on a motorway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hate, I absolutely hate snakes. So, yeah, this is, I don't know why I picked the story, to be completely honest. I, I must have I, been punishing I, myself. I mean, I would say the snake is pretty hardcore at 70 miles an hour hanging onto the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, I am really fascinated by snakes as much as I hate them. So, uh, yeah, it is, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, Ever freaked out about a spider or a fly sharing a car with you? One man had an even more shocking encounter when he looked to his wing mirror to see a snake, a snake wrapped around it. James Bristow, uh, I feel like he should have the... He's heading towards Staffordshire. So, like Stafford, James. Okay. Yeah. James Bristow. I really feel like I need to say his name like Bristol, like Bristol. Just while you're doing this, I'm going to have to answer the phone. Keep talking. Tell okay. the story. Okay. I was driving along the M5 towards Staffordshire when he noticed the slithering stowaway. His son, Charlie, 25, got out his phone and started filming and captured how one of the family anxiously says, bloody hell. The passenger was heard saying, Jesus Christ, I don't think I have ever seen a snake. Well, they have now. They have now. Yeah. And uh, going by the picture, it's looking at you, love. <laughs> it actually looks quite cute. I'm not going to lie. Mm. And this is me who, you know, doesn't like snakes. So um, they correctly identified it as a grass snake and yeah. c- and tried to find somewhere to pull over so where it could get to safety. But sadly, there was nowhere to stop 
as it was a smart motorway. Fucking smart motorways. (laughs) Damn. After moving from the front bonnet and onto the wing mirror, the snake Mm -hmm. then dropped onto the road. Those in the car shout, Oh, no! And the video ends without showing whether the snake managed to get off the carriageway or not. I'm doubting it. Yeah, that's actually really sad, isn't it? (laughs) Charlie posted the video on TikTok on Sunday, writing, just cruising down the M5 when this happens. We tried to pull over, but there wasn't a hard shoulder. The video has now been viewed for 200 and... uh, Sorry. Let's let's take it down a couple notches here. 25,000 times. <laughs> I was going to say 250,000 times would be very impressive. It would. There'd be nothing to, be, there'd be nothing to hit at. <laughs> I weigh. <laughs> and tracked a dozen of comments. Said, poor little grass snake. I hope he's good. As in, hope he's okay, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, another one wrote... I'm going to pretend there's a part. I'm going to pretend that there's a part two, and this little guy is okay. And uh, then the third said, "You should have opened the window and let him in. Let him in. He's just a harmless grass snake." But another said, "I would have crashed." <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know about the opening the window. I think I would have freaked out a little bit, but I probably would have as well do you know what i mean so that it actually didn't die so uh speaking yesterday charlie said uh, i can't keep saying charlie said without thinking of that charlie says you remember those um things from school no no okay (laughs) i really don't yeah there was like a charlie says thing where it was like charlie says don't cross the motorway without looking twice (laughs) or whatever Um, (laughs) charlie says don't do drugs yeah, Charlie, how about just don't cross the motorway? <laughs> yeah, well, it was more like Charlie says don't do drugs and stuff like that, I think it was, no, but anyway. I have literally no memory of this at all. I don't uh, know what this is. I'll show you the clip when we finished. Okay. And so Charlie said, my dad, the driver, spotted it first and shouted, oh my God, there's a fucking, s- <laughs> excuse me, oh my God, there's a fucking snake there. Um Me and my cousin, Max, were like, what? My dad steered into into the slow lane and slowed down, causing the car behind to beep at us. I got my camera out and started filming. We were probably going about 70 mile an hour when it popped its head out. We were in the middle lane, but quickly moved into the slow lane. We really wanted to pull over and save it. But unfortunately, as it was a smart motorway, we couldn't pull over. I think uh, having a go at the smart motorways here, don't you? It does kind of feel that way, yeah. Yeah. Um, We were parked in the field and it must have crawled up into the engine bay as it was was warm. Grass Mm -hmm. snakes are mainly found... In low land, uh, low land parts of Britain, particularly south and southeast of England. So that's good. I live in the southwest. <laughs> um, the harmless snakes are protected under the Wildlife and Countryside Act, making it illegal to knowingly injure or kill them. Well, obviously, these people did what they could to try and save mm-hmm. it. So, okay, so. 
it's a metro, James. So guess what happened? Uh, it ground to a halt, the article. It did. You know no more. You know no more. Yeah. You know no less. Yes. So I am with the commenter who said the sentence, I would like to know that there's a part two of this where the snake actually survived. Well, I've got bad news. I, de- I really doubt there is. I think there's probably a large vehicle that, you know, yeah. crated boots. Probably. Probably. Or there's a really funky snail. Snail? Snail. <laughs> there's a really funky snake out there who is now actually walking around with tire marks on. <laughs> if that makes you happy, I will yes. let you dream that dream. Yes, because I don't like animals getting hurt. So um, I would love that idea to be true. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so James, take us out with your story of the week, and it better be a bloody good one. It's a, it's another Metro special, which means it's going to be really shit. So, <laughs> woman marries her cat to get around pet-hating landlords. Hey. A woman has married her cat to stop heartless landlords forcing her to give it up. Deborah Hodge, 49, has already rehomed three animals over the years by landlords who don't want pets in their properties. See, immediately when I read that, I'm thinking, Deborah, there's something wrong with you if mm. you have, you know, stopped getting pets. But anyway, but she's now terrified of being made to part with her precious cat, India, after losing her job as a life coach last month. Uh, if she can't pay her next rent payment, she may be evicted. Well, I think you've got bigger fucking problems, haven't you, if you're thinking you can't make your next rent payment than your cat. But anyway, I will once again have to go through the trouble of finding a pet-friendly landlord. Um, that's when the mum of two got the idea that if they were married, it would show any future landlord just how important it is for them to stay together. Decked out in a tuxedo, Deborah tied the knot with India at a civil ceremony presided over by a legally ordained friend. The five-year-old cat was draped in gold lame for the big day and meowed her vows in front of Deborah's family and friends in southeast London Park. Deborah, an unemployed mum from Sidcup, said she is fundamentally the most important thing in my life after my children. I thought she was a life coach. But anyway, by marrying India, I need... Well, she lost her job, didn't she? Right. I need any future landlords to know that we come as a package. We cannot be separated under any circumstances, as she's important to me as the children. I'm sure the children are really chuffed with that, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I refuse to be parted with her. I'd rather live on the streets than be without her. While living in a previous property, Deborah was forced to give up her two huskies, Siri and Starshine, when her landlord threatened her with eviction. After moving to her current home five years ago, her landlord ordered her to give up Jamal, the cat, or be evicted. Okay. Uh, She said, it's absolutely broke my heart. Your pets become part of your family, and it was absolutely devastating having to say goodbye to them. Deborah begged to be allowed to have another cat, and after countless emails, her landlord finally relented. India joined Deborah and her two children in 2017 and quickly became a beloved pet. (sighs) (laughs) okay i've been a landlord um i get it nice you've got your pet it's lovely but my view on is this if you've had pets that you've constantly had to get rid of because of a landlord problem which has not happened once but three possibly four times it seems unfair to keep getting pets where this could happen yes the fact that you've married your cat Oh, my effing God. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, it is. My head, I just want to put my head in my hands and scream into my hands and just go like, <laughs> what is wrong with the world? And also, I'm sorry, but so a legally ordained friend presided over this. See, so, uh, oh God, I, I, I despair. <laughs> I, I, just, I absolutely and utterly despair. <laughs> Do you know what's actually really funny though? Is that not uh, that actually yesterday I was having a conversation with somebody at work about, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think I just said something along the line of, you know, like, because oh, where I'm quite an independent person in some ways, you know, kind of thing mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I sort of said, oh, you know what, sometimes I can understand why people marry, you know, their cats or their whatever. And it, this was like a conversation that we said, because whatever, and I can't remember how it started. So unfortunately, I can't remember the scenario, but I know I said it in a sarcastic way. But I mm-hmm. said, you know, I, I can understand why a woman married a roller coaster or whatever. And my colleague didn't it was like no that's not true and i was like a hundred percent it is so it was actually quite funny that you've brought this story today because i was like talking about that and i actually i typed into google i said um i wrote woman marries uh and it came up with like this long list of things so i was Mm -hmm. thinking for a future episode maybe what we could do is we could like i could uh bring the uh woman who marries uh xyz mm-hmm. and then you could bring a man who marries a you know and mm-hmm. then see uh, how ridiculous they all are <laughs> uh, yeah i i can completely understand where these people are coming from it's yeah. called mental health problems um <laughs> these people these people have deep-seated issues and i i find an interesting comment that sums up how i feel about this and probably how a lot of people feel about this mm. that someone has put underneath i wouldn't want her as my life coach no, yep. yes. <laughs> Says it all. That's a good point that I completely blanked on. Yeah, exactly. How how can you advise somebody on your on other people's lives when you can't even get your own life together? Well, you'd just be there looking at them going, you did what? And you're giving me advice? I want my deposit back. I want whatever money back I paid for this life coaching course. I get it. The cat's nice. You look. The cat looks terrified in some of these pictures. Yeah, truly, p- blood poor thing. I mean, the cat's don't think, the cat doesn't deserve this bonkers person who's decided to marry it. You know, uh, it's just w- too weird. But I'm glad we've at least ended on a, a slightly amusing one. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, we at least the stories of the week are quite good this week people so if you've managed to get this far and you're still with us bravo bravo yep. i'm gonna clap very quietly the, of the dog yeah bravo bravo yeah so um but yeah so james i don't know about you but i think we've been talking enough gods wallops especially this week <laughs> you're damn right we have yeah i have been Gemma. I've been James. Yeah, and uh, hopefully next week we'll be bringing the funny again. (laughs) But sometimes, guys... Not so so much health next week. No, not so much health next week. But you know what? Sometimes it is important for us to get things off our chest as well. So if you have sat there and you have listened to uh, my little bit about my aches and pains and whatnot, Mm -hmm. I do appreciate everybody who's listened. So thank you ever so much for listening and, uh, you know... I will be bringing uh, at least a fake smile next week. So there we go. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye.